Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mark Willis. Not only is it bad, because I don't think it's really worth much, it also has a negative effect. Rich Orenberg. There is a difference between having belief and then just straight up lying. You are lying. This is the Mark and Rich Show. Mark and Rich Show. On Extra 1360, Fox Sports San Diego, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports 1350, IE, Mark and Rich, live local, noon to three, every single day. So glad you're with us, 570-1360, on the emotional reaction that was, uh, did you watch the game last night? How did that feel? Uh, Rich and I have sort of likened it to either being a grandparent or a renter, as in when something goes wrong, you can just be like, here, the baby pooped, let me just hand you that thing back. So maybe that's actually kind of uh, one thing that's a feather in the cap of San Diego as they watch their team, yes, our team here in San Diego, uh, play in a different city. The dating, uh, the data matches up what I just said, a 7.2 rating in San Diego, just 2.1 in L.A. Uh, but there's also this. I admitted before the game was played on Friday, Rich, I had said one of the main reasons I want to watch is to see what Cardale Jones looks like. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, that that is a point of intrigue, and I agree with you. I was waiting very patiently to see what would happen. And the kid, he gets the <laughs> he gets a ball handed to him after uh, Kellen Clemens just, I mean, boy, it was a mixture of, of bad luck, fastballs through receivers' hands, and um, just some just some really poor play by the offensive line, but he had a rough day. And then Cardale Jones throws a 37-yard a bomb and and gets things rolling towards the end of the half. I was pretty excited to see what the second half, uh, uh, how how it went for him. Right, and, um, but then the second and, half actually then, happened. Yeah, and that just and it was like okay, never mind. Yeah, there's, that there's was not much to see the here. Experiment's so, over. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this: um, I texted you over the weekend, right? Which I felt very bad about. You're still on vacation. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to bother Rich. But I'm sitting there talking to Rob Parker on the national show over the weekend. And he's calling Belichick a bad guy. Mm. Belichick is he's a bad guy. And Rob's like, I know media people who talk to him all the time. And he's a bad guy. And I'm like, my gosh, we're really going to paint a guy based on how he handles press conferences? Yeah. I go, I don't, I, 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 I'm pretty certain the guy we see at at press conferences is not the actual Bill Belichick. So I texted you, tell me what kind of guy Bill Belichick is. And then I'll explain why I'm bringing this up right now. Like, what? how do you describe that when people ask you? What's Belichick like? I, I always say he's funnier than you think. Um, when people are like, what's he really like? You know, because he's not, he's not at all with the media. He's bristly. He's short-winded with them. He doesn't want to be there. He he's aloof, uninterested. 
But then when you actually have a conversation with him about things he's interested, like I used to play lacrosse growing up and Gillette Stadium hosted lacrosse championships game for the state of Massachusetts and college games and things like that. And it's something that you can bond with him over. He he likes music. He likes classic rock. He likes fishing. He likes golf. There are things you could conversate with him. And you, you see the personal side of him. And he's a funny guy. It's a dry sense of humor. But he's a funny guy. But when you're inside the walls of New England in the mm -hmm. Patriots domain, <laughs> it's all business. He never steps outside of football coach ever. He just, you know where you stand with him at okay. all times. And it's we're, actually we're, a comfortable place to, to there be. There you go. There you go. And, and here's why I'm asking. Because you are Belichickian. I used to say this to you and Woodhead. You guys are both Belichickian. Yeah. Meaning you were born on the island of Belichick. Right. <laughs> okay? You both started your careers there, and therefore I think there's some of that in you with regard to how you think organizations should be run. So I, yes. more on the Cardale Jones thing in a second, but this just came out an hour ago, and I immediately thought, I need to speak to someone who speaks Belichickian. Sure. <laughs> um, the Chargers, according to Ian Rappaport on Twitter – are targeting October for the return of Mike Williams, their number one draft pick, seventh overall, back injury, no OTAs, no camp. Sounds like no week one, week two, week three, or week four. Mm. Uh, but they are targeting a debut in October for Mike Williams. And I saw that, and I immediately thought, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what would, what would Jesus do, WWJD? How about WWBD? Yeah. What would what would Bill do, Rich? Okay. So <laughs> Okay. So they broke a rule, a, a cardinal rule immediately. You never talk about timelines when it comes to any injury, big or small. He'll be back when he's healthy. That's when he'll be back. How's it going? You'd have to ask him. I'm not him. That's how Bill handles injuries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and truthfully, I think it's the best way to do it because he explained this philosophy at length to us because he also didn't want anybody else filling anybody in on the state of other players. He's like, speak for yourself when it comes to injuries. I don't want to hear anybody saying, uh, you know, who's in a backup role filling in for a hurt guy about how, yeah, but, you know, he's looking good in his training, so he's going to be back on the field soon, and I'm just keeping the spot warm for him. He's like, I don't want to hear any of that. He goes, because nobody knows when he's going to be back or whoever's going to be back from whatever they got going on. So you just keep that to yourself, speak for yourself, and never talk about timelines. And it makes a lot of sense. Hmm. So now, wherever this source report came from, Mike Williams, all of a sudden, has an expectation heaved onto his lap. So now October comes and Mike Williams not there. Well, has he been working hard enough? Is it really, really bad? This guy's never going to be healthy. It's just, it's right. like, what are we doing? Herniated disc. Right. Uh, well, maybe Mike can go get a free tattoo uh, tomorrow on Sunset Boulevard, and uh, <laughs> that'll accelerate his healing process, and uh, we hope for the best. I just said, yeah, I, I, I looked at this, and I went, you know, because we're all going to prisoner of the moment, the whole thing anyway. Yes. People want to see Mike Williams. Look, of he's course. a rookie wide receiver. Wide receivers are rarely great as rookies. It happens, but that's usually more of a running back thing. So, um, and now you're, 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 you've decelerated the entire process. 
Like, I've wrapped my head around a while ago the idea that Mike Williams is not going to have some massive breakout year this year. Mm. I, I there, There's no way. It's just, I mean, yeah. let, let's say it goes perfectly from here on out. It's still going to be like, eh, okay. There's going to be bright spots if it goes perfectly, right. but for the most part, you're not going to be overwhelmed by his productivity. No, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, you're looking for a couple of flashes of like, whoa, that, look, that guy looks like he could be really good yeah. next year. That's what you're hoping for now. And, and so to start, you know, accelerating it and, and getting everybody going in a health perspective, that's crazy to me. All right. Um, Cardale Jones goes out there, second half, very, very underwhelming. Your first thought was what? I, you know, my first thought was he, they're, they're not using him the, the, the way that he needs to be used. He's not a pocket passer. He's not a guy who's just going to say, I mean, look, he's got a strong arm. He's got a howitzer, and you saw that because he sailed a lot of these balls sky high over people's heads. But he's going to be a better a better passer if you, you give him opportunities to flash his legs. Uh, you know, set him up. Give him a couple of uh, planned zone read runs or, you know, just things where he can maybe roll out some bootlegs and things where he can get into a comfortable space. He's not a Philip Rivers. He's not a Kellen Clemens. He's not a guy who's who's just going to be comfortable patting the ball in the pocket and looking for the open route. He's a creative guy when it comes to um, uh, his, his his abilities. And I, I just I just don't I don't if you're going to use him that way. If you know Wisenhunt is or or Anthony Lynn, you have a lot of offensive minded coaches on this staff aren't going to use him that way. You're you're going to waste. His potential. Well, I, I, it must have been a very comfortable night for Philip Rivers, who does not want to be challenged at, at, at his job. And some were wondering, with Anthony Lynn's background with Cardell Jones, uh, maybe he knew something everybody else didn't, and Cardell's going to come in and, and be somewhat viable. Uh, that was a small sample size, but it certainly did not look that way. By the way, while we're on this subject, you should weigh in on something that you missed last week. Yeah, sure. So late in the week, um, you know, Hardwick and Richards had Philip on. And he called this whole thing about his relationship with Anthony Lynn fake news. <laughs> and, and I immediately. I missed and, that. That's right, awesome. Nick, yeah, Nick yeah. and Judd called me and Steve and put us on the air at the same time. They bamboozled us. It was a sneak attack. Mm. And, uh, and, and I immediately was like, hold on a second. I take issue with the phrasing of the question. I never said anything about the relationship between Philip Rivers and Anthony Lynn. Right. I wouldn't speak on that because I don't know anything about it. I, maybe they're great buddies and they have beer together. Yeah. I have no clue. Here's what I see, though. I see Anthony Lynn arriving, calling Philip Long in the tooth, um, rumored to have wanted to draft Deshaun Watson. Right. Working out RG3. Right. Trading for Cardale Jones. Definitely his guy. All of these things suggest that he is at least looking, looking to be ready to go in a different direction at the quarterback position. Doesn't mean he hates Phillip Rivers. So I was like, uh, of course it's fake news. If somebody says there's something about the relationship between Phillip and Anthony Lynn, that's not what we said. So what we ended up doing, bud, is <laughs> we had kind of a sentence for each show. Yeah. Right. The morning show was, this is all fake news, nothing to see here. Okay, got it. The midday show, and Woodsy was with me on this, so it worked out well even in your absence. The midday was... 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, there, there, there could be something, but we've got to wait and see this play out. Sure. <laughs> and then the afternoon was... Pull the pin out of a grenade and hawk it at the 50-yard line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay? as usual. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Philip Rivers is terrible, and he always has been. Yes. Uh, okay. Where would you stand on that? What would you have voted for had you have been here last week? I think that Anthony Lynn has stumbled out of the gates as uh, as far as handling his starting quarterback. I think that when you first get to a team, you can go one of two ways. You can either make it more of a player-centric, player-friendly environment, or you can make it more authoritarian. And I think he aimed to do that with uh, with some of the statements about Philip Rivers and some of the things that he's tried to accomplish. But I also feel like he was undermined a fair amount by people who have you know heftier t- titles than he does. And I think that showed up in the draft. I think that showed up with who that they actually ended up signing and what they they signed him for in Cardell Jones. Um, I think that showed up when Philip Rivers got to do whatever it was he wanted to do during the Hall of Fame weekend uh, and even take a day, uh, a complete day off during training camp. I think a lot of these decisions were made over Anthony Lynn's head and I think it's unfortunate because I think he tried to come in guns ablazing to be the authoritarian, like a Nick Saban in Alabama, like a Bill Belichick in, in New England. And he wasn't given that leeway. And when that happens, if you have a special quarterback like Phillip Rivers, water under the bridge. No problem, Chief. I totally get what's going on. You're new here. We'll take care of you. <laughs> You're new here. But um, if you had yeah. a guy who maybe handled this less maturely than Philip Rivers did, this would be a much bigger storyline, a much okay. bigger problem for Anthony Lynn. And I think he's benefited from this. So I definitely think this is a wait and see moment for the Chargers. Okay, so yeah. you're on team midday. I am on team midday. That's really good because you're one of the guys that's on this show. Right. So right. that works well. Uh, that you're on Team Midday, and I feel empowered that a former player who uh, who's, whose butt is very familiar to Phillip Rivers. Well, yeah, I mean, look, we, we shared a bond. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that agrees with, with us. Good. So, so Team Midday, um, excellent. I'm excited about that. However, there's one point that's been made in all this that I agreed with. Uh, it's the way Pete Carroll has built his entire coaching career. It's all built on competition. You don't want anyone to ever feel so comfortable that they're never at least a little bit worried about their job. Sure. So uh, that's a good thing if there's a little tension there. And maybe the idea of Cardell Jones being brought in was to create that. However, Cardell fumbled that away. He fumbled that away with the way he played yesterday. Uh, Maybe he changes that in games to come. I don't know. But it seems like the Chargers are still looking for their backup quarterback, if you ask me. They can still upgrade that position for sure. Anybody have any ideas? 
<laughs> on any quarterbacks <laughs> who might be looking for a job. Let's see what Anthony likes. He likes youth and mobility. Right. Okay, youth, mobility, and availability. Those are the three things we're looking for sure. right now. Any ideas, And it appears Rich? that the offensive coordinator uh, wants somebody who has some pocket presence, maybe the ability to command an offense, you know, from, from the pocket as opposed to always scrambling. Boy. Maybe even maybe – even, I have a wild idea. Maybe even somebody who's been, I don't know, like further in the playoffs than Phillip Rivers has. Potent- How about that? that potentially. So you're asking for a Would young that be guy. Good? I want somebody young, yeah, mobile, right, available, sure, with playoff experience. Any ideas? So I mean, I'm just sitting here wide open, looking for somebody to, you know, give me an idea. I I have said it. For a long time now, Colin Kaepernick, his issue isn't ability. It's employability. (laughs) This guy, he launched a protest last year that created a lot of buzz in national media outside of football. It's made a lot of general managers, head coaches, owners a little nervous about signing this guy. I look at the Chargers situation and I say, this is already a circus. This is already a circus. You'd just be putting up a new tent. Like, get, get, like, get this guy signed. Have hey. him in the doors. And, and yeah, it'll be a free-for-all at first. It'll be uh-huh. crazy. And it may uh-huh. end up being crazy the whole season. Let me ask you. Yeah. StubHub Center got 6,000 empty seats last night if he's on the team? No. Come Thank on. Thank you. And so when Thank you're you. fighting for L.A., when oh, you're trying right. to no, make that's, a that's debt. Fox yeah. for LA. Yeah. Oh, Fox for Fo- LA. Doug <laughs> Fox for LA. Yes, it's not five that changed it last night. It's not five for LA anymore. It's it's it, to me, look, is it insane that Colin Kaepernick is unsigned? No, it's not. It's actually I I mean, I saw it coming. I said to you, I couldn't I couldn't see a situation where a team at this point would take a shot on signing Colin Kaepernick because of how much outside of football buzz this kid this guy's getting. Right. But, but. if the Chargers wanted to sign him, I'd be like, boy, okay. geez, that's a fit. It is. And I said it a month and a half ago that they should sign this guy, and L.A. would be like, oh, okay. L.A.'s not going to get knocked off kilter by this. No. In fact, they would show up and fill your, your campy little stadium up there. And and then let me add this. Did you hear Jack Del Rio deal with Marshawn Lynch sitting during the anthem over the weekend? No, I do, haven't heard this yet. Do you want to hear how easy it is to just calm the whole damn thing down? Because, by the way, how hypocritical is it that everyone's offended by Kaepernick, who actually has a purpose for kneeling, right? but nobody's offended by Marshawn Lynch, who apparently has been sitting on his tush for 11 years doing this, and and without a purpose. No reason what just, no, nope, don't feel like it. Nobody's offended by that. Wildly hypocritical. Listen to Del Rio, though. So Marshawn sits, and then Del Rio calls him into the office after the game and goes, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? And then Del Rio uh, recaps the conversation. Here it is. Talk to Marshawn. I want to make sure we're on the same page. He said, this is something I've done for 11 years. It's not a, a form of anything other than me being myself. I said, okay. I said, so you understand how I feel. I, I very strongly believe in uh, standing for the national anthem, but I'm going to respect you as a man. You do your thing, okay? And we'll do our 
Do you see actually how easy it is now? I understand. Do you sort of get the impression that every conversation with Marshawn goes that way? It's like, well, I mean, Jack Del Rio. <laughs> listen, I mean, Mar- uh, I mean, I listen. I disagree with you, but um, you do whatever you want, Marshawn. Yeah, because I mean, I mean it, listen. we're all terrified of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lynch, Lynch and Del Rio. Yeah, there's probably not a lot that they understand about one another. Yeah, but do you, but do you see, and especially in California, do you see how easy that actually is? Okay, Marshawn. So you're sitting during the anthem. You understand that we don't like that, right? Yeah. So, but you also understand we respect you. You're an adult, and uh, it's California. You kind of get to do what you want. Yep. All right, cool. All right, all right then. Uh, break on three. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I mean, that's it. Really, is that? Now I understand. Like you said, there would be it would be wackadoodle for a period of time, but in many ways, this story is being kept alive by him not being signed somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody wants it to go away. You know how it goes away? Just sign him. Yeah. Sign him and realize he's actually a pretty decent football player, and he's not going to kneel anymore. And at a certain point, people will get bored with cutaway shots of a guy that's just standing there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll go away. Yeah. No, listen, I, I agree with you. And I, and I think there's a lot of people just afraid. It's like a kid circling the deep end of the pool. He's got his swimmies on. He's got his goggles. <laughs> just doesn't want to do it. And I think that's what GMs, owners, head coaches, anybody involved in hiring decisions uh. on every NFL franchise are feeling right now. And I don't think it'll happen. But the Chargers are the perfect landing spot. That's perfect. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you agreeing with what I said six weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I, I, I had to see the circus. I needed to see the circus before. Put up the Kaepernick tent. Just get the whole thing going. I want to see. You know, I want to go to one tent and see seals with balls balancing on their nose, and the next one with Anthony Lynn condemning his starting quarterback. And the next one with Colin Kaepernick kneeling, standing. I, I don't care. I just want to see it all, and, and that's that's how they should do it. All right, 570-1360. Uh, you can weigh in on that. The list is 20 minutes away. Everybody's very excited that you're back for the list. Yes, well. Including me, because it turns out I can't beat any of, of the backups. Really? Yeah. I yeah. crush the backups. I could, I could, well, isn't that weird? Because I crush you. Yeah. You crush the backups. The backups crush me. It's like a round-robin tournament that we got going yeah, on here. It's not fair. So we got to figure that out. We'll do that in about 20 minutes. Everybody get ready. we got really good double bacon prizes coming up today, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so we'll take your calls on that. Kaepernick, yay or nay for the Chargers. I think it's a total home run. But also coming up next, um, the football team that is still here participating in a really cool throwback exercise. We'll explain what we're talking about in a moment. Mark and Rich. Hartman here. Casa returns, and we'll be talking about the first weekend of full preseason football. How did it work at StubHub? We'll tell you on Extra 1360 Fox Sports, San Diego. All right. I just sent it out on Twitter, Rich. Gosh, if only there were a team... In a melting pot city, looking for a more... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Mobile backup quarterback and an attendance spike. Gosh, <laughs> if only that existed, we could just fix this whole thing. This is, uh, yeah, I just saw this. You know, this is, look, this is actually part or, or I should say part of a larger theme with the Chargers, which is sometimes the right decision sitting right in front of their face, the one that would help them the most, is the one that they refuse to make. And this is starting to feel like one of those decisions. They're either late to the party with a lot of things or they don't attend at all. And everybody gets sit, you know, gets gets ready and then waits, scratching their head like, why, why not? Why not us? Why not now? Why some other team? I, I, I come, I'm, I've come around to the idea that the Chargers are, are the right team for Colin Kaepernick. I, uh, oh, you're talking about Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. I was talking about Doug Fox. Oh, Doug Fox. Yeah, I was oh, talking my. about Doug Fox. <laughs> not, not, not. Who's no, not Colin Kaepernick. Doug Fox. <laughs> uh, that's who the, the Chargers need. Doug Fox, uh, who did a great job on the broadcast last night. That was. Um, yeah, yeah, it's Dan, he, Dan, Dan Fouts. Is, is, Dan, he's Dan Fouts. The, uh, Dan, he, no, it's Dan Fouts. No, 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 it said Doug Fouts. On Fouts the screen, gonna, it said that. Okay. He's going to have a tryout for the Chargers in the Qualcomm Stadium parking lot, um, and they're going to have uh, free Charger tattoos for anybody who, who wants to attend. Oh, so it's going to be a great day. That's coming up. Um, Mark and Rich, 570-1360, feel free to join us. The experience you had in turning this game on last night, the ratings in San Diego were 7.2. In L.A., it was 2.1. So we know a lot of you watched, and uh, we even started off the show talking about how there's a piece, there's a piece of me at least, I think you too, Rich, that does feel like not good they're gone, but there's that new dynamic that I think is actually a fun thing for San Diego fans to play with, which is when it goes good, you can still own them, and when it goes bad, you can be like, not our team. Yeah, not my problem anymore. Yeah, not, <laughs> that's that's Carson's problem now. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I bumped into uh, I bumped into one of our longtime uh, production guys here, does some uh, some show work. He's, he's a, a longtime Chargers fan. Okay, he is. uh, I'm talking since 1960. Okay, as long as this franchise has been around, uh, he's been a Charger fan. And he said, I tuned in just like you guys were talking about and tried to weigh my feelings while I was watching because I was very curious how I didn't know. Just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, and I had this strong feeling of ambivalence, which I mean, you know, it's, it's like this negative and positive thing happening at the same time. There were moments where you still fell into the old habit of cheering for the team when they were doing well, but that same time, 
you know, Seattle picks off Clemens. There's that little, like, yeah, take that, you jerks. Like, you know, he said, so I was at war with myself a little bit. My stomach was flipping over on itself. And I think there's probably a lot of people who felt that way because I even felt it a little bit, too. Cheering for my guys, uh, happy to see, you know, certain guys getting more playing time who I played with a long time ago who've earned it. Um, But then at the same time, just going, yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I just don't see great success for these guys this year because of everything, this ownership and management and head coaching staff and all the changes. It's just, it doesn't seem like it's the right time to be a really great football team with all the issues they're facing. Right. No, I, I, yeah, I think that the, what it is, is that the, uh, the, the chargery things and everybody here knows what that means. Yeah. Those are easier to take. They're not as frustrating as they were. That's a great point. Because when yeah, when that happens, you're like, oh boy, those yeah. <laughs> those L.A. Chargers, there they go again. That stuff's easier to take. The football when it's actually September and Philip Rivers and, and and Gates and these guys take the field. Yeah, I still root for those guys. You you compare I mean, this- a lot of people are still going to root for those yeah. guys, but the chargery stuff, Doug Fox, you're like, all right. I mean, I yeah, I'm like that's that's. That's funnier. You compared this than, earlier than it, than it used to be. Oh yeah. no, question like that. You, that usually that was a head slapper, and now it's a knee slapper. Uh, you compared this earlier to uh, grandparents with their grandchildren. You know how like they can act poorly or they can poop their pants or whatever. It's like all right, well that's mom and dad's problem. It's it's actually it reminds me of <laughs> right. a situation like. My cousin, well, actually, it's my wife's cousin. We spent a ton of time with their kids, though, and they live here in San Diego. And when his kids act up at dinner, we're out, whatever it is, he goes, whose kids are these? Whose kids are these? Who, you know, what happened to my children, my well-behaved children? And it's funny because what he's saying is when when they act great, they're my kids. I'm proud they're of them. my kids. But That's when right. they act that way, it can't, these can't be my You get to treat the Chargers any way you want. You can disown them at times. You can enjoy them at times. You don't have to wear it the way you used to. It's kind there of a nice is. thing. It's, yep. It's a rental. It's a, uh, it's not a spouse. It's a, uh, it's a grandkid. It's not a child. Um, that's, that's what the, that, that, that was like what struck me in watching this game uh, last night. We'll get to the Aztecs thing in just a second, but Fred wants to weigh in on this. Fred, thank you for calling. What's up? Hey guys, how's it going? What's up? Well, I I tuned in uh, just as an observer, a former season ticket holder and following this team forever. (laughs) Yep. Uh, No longer a fan, will never be a fan. Um, I don't root for this team. uh, And thoroughly enjoyed their seven months of labor to try to win over L.A. (laughs) with uh, 25, 30% of Orange County, L.A. season ticket holders that used to come down here. We're all MIA. Uh, that was a horrible representation of what they are going to do in LA. I mean, so Fred, would you consider yourself a hate watcher? <laughs> oh, big time! Yeah, okay. they were happening. <laughs> gosh, gosh! Congrats to you for owning it. No, this I is, own this it. Is, I mean, the thing is, is it, it is what it is. Yes. You know? Yes, and, and this you know, is my message to all follow. fans out there. Like, just just own it. There are people that have guilt because they're still a fan. There are others that, I mean, gosh, Fred, you just admitted you're rooting for injuries, which I mean, that's kind of a hard yeah, thing. Yeah, Fred, but, you're a little bit of a wacko, but yeah, I like you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, just own it. Own own whatever your take is on this. I like that, Fred. Well, 
Well, you know, the thing is, is I listen to it, and listen, and I listen to the talk show afterwards. What a disaster that was. Oh, it no. was the apologies have started up in L.A. for the number of fans there, the way they played. Yeah. Oh, this is only the first preseason game, but it's an indicator of what kind of team they have. Let's get real here. This is not going to be a strong team. And, and, and they're already starting to make the apologies. The post-game show locker room thing was cut off the air for about 30 seconds, and they realized it went to commercial. I mean, it was just total Bush League from A to Z. And the one thing that I take exception with KFNB is playing that, you know, Fight for LA video before they went to broadcast. I know they couldn't control that or anything like that. Well, there, there you have it, Fred. Fred, thank you so much for the great call. I, I, I don't think they could control it. If you can't control it, you can't control it. But that is that's a that's a terrible luck. Yeah, I understand that being on the air in LA for that broadcast. That should not be on the broadcast. That, that is offensive. It's just an oversight. It's just an, a, a one of a dozen or, one of or a dozen. two yeah. dozen oversights that we've seen this offseason. <laughs> All right. Just... Uh, there are a lot more people that want to weigh in on this. Stay right where you are. We're coming to you next. We do want to mention this, though. Um, so our buddy Rocky Long sounds really concerned. Yeah, head coach of the Aztecs, yeah. Right. So like, a, like three cases of chicken pox. <laughs> no. You know what I thought when I saw this, Rich? I'm like, I didn't know people got chicken pox anymore. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you had the chicken pox? I did. I did when I was, uh, yeah, I was too young to even remember. I think it was yeah, like three. I, yeah, I had the chicken pox. I feel like when we were kids, everybody had the chicken pox. Yeah, it was like you, the cool thing to do. Yeah, you have your week where you get to sit in the arm and hammer in the bathtub and, yeah. and, and everybody takes care of you. Yeah, connect um, the dots, all yeah. that. <laughs> I, I was like, everybody used to do that. that it's so... I don't know. It's so 1982. Yeah, you like, pick up your shirt at the playground. You're like, Mom, I have four nipples. She's like, all right, we got to go to the doctor. Uh, no, no. We got to go to the doctor. And you would pass it around like hotcakes. It was amazing. Uh, I have three children. I haven't, knock on wood, I have not even so much of heard of a classmate now. No, this is Getting, odd. Nobody gets it anymore. No. But but all the Aztecs have it? No, yeah. What a weird deal. This is a strange uh, state of affairs. I mean, uh, you know, the next you'll hear from the gymnastics team, they've got scurvy. Like, what is going on? <laughs> What is going on? It was like chicken pox, and these are grown dudes. No, I know, yeah. Like and chicken pox at age 18 to 21, that's... It's kind of dangerous. Exactly. Yeah, like Not this a good is... thing. So this is... Rocky is actually yeah. concerned now that this is going to go pandemic. Well, he should. Like he's going to have a, a global issue inside of his locker room. He may... Uh, he may like. He's like, I mean, these guys spend a lot of time together. I knew Rocky was a throwback. I didn't realize like this. <laughs> You know what we're going to do, men? We're going to get chicken pox. That's going to make us tougher. Everybody gets a chicken pox between now and the opener. Hell, hell, I know polio's over with, but we need a challenge. (laughs) That'll be be mid-season. There's going to be a mid-season polio outbreak for the Aztecs. All right, look, it's time for the list. If you're on hold to react on the Chargers, stay there. We're coming to you next. But plenty of open lines as well to get our two contestants. It's Rich's return to the list. Fantastic prize today, plus the bacon from Puma Golf, 570-1360. Start dialing right now, Mark and Rich. Hartman here. Casa returns, and we'll be talking about the first weekend of full preseason football. How did it work at StubHub? We'll tell you on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. 
All right, the list moments away. Mark and Rich, glad you're with us. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, good calls today. The text line is lit. Um, <laughs> Listen to you trying to be it. The text line is lit. Yeah, AF. So I, was, I was trying to speak in emojis there. I was just trying to, because they're like, you, you know, that was a verbal emoji. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Yeah. My gosh, don't at me, by the way. Don't at uh, me. No, don't Prayer at hands. me, bro. Prayer um, hands. Thank no, you. No, the, the, the text line is lit. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> so, Pete Carroll knows LA. Gee, you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Might have formerly been the head coach of the USC Trojans. Do you think he knew exactly what he was doing? <laughs> when he tweets last night, fun night of Seahawks football right there. The 12s dominated StubHub Center. Oh, my God. Now, remember the 12s. That's the 12th man that is uh, famous up in Seattle. That is the name of the Seahawks fans crowd. Right. That's the 12s. Fun night of Seahawks football right there. The 12s dominated StubHub Center. Gosh, if you only get 21,000 fans and you can't even get half of them on your side, like, what do you think the, 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 the Spanos family is thinking right now? You think they're freaking out or no? I, okay, so there's two ways to look at it. No matter what, they've increased the value of their team because they're in a larger market, and that's that's that it just appreciates in that way. So I think there's always that safety blanket of if this was for greed and greed alone, uh, they can always fall back on that. Um, but if this was really a prideful decision, like they thought they were going to go up there and really make a dent in L.A., uh, yeah, this has to have them like knee knocking. Because that is a for their attendance, not even to beat the LA Galaxy game the night prior. It's um, I mean that is that is awful. <laughs> that I mean really, this is the first time the Chargers oh, have yeah. played in LA since the '60s. Right. I'm talking about it being their home, and and they they drew twenty one thousand people. Yeah. Woohoo! Holy uh, moly! Yeah. Um. All right, are you scared right now? I am actually shaking. You up are right. Yeah, this is un uh, yeah. This is this is a pressurized moment. It Fantastic is. prize. There's bacon. By the way, you know how I keep saying there's bacon on the list all month. Yeah. Because of Puma Golf. Can I just say that that next week? Another layer of bacon. Double bacon. Double bacon and, list. And every all five winners next week get the double bacon. Double bacon list. Yeah. So this so is just, a, oh. You just got to keep being a part of the list family. Right. Because it just keeps growing and getting better. Uh, there's bacon. There's dessert. My gosh. <laughs> five, pa five patties. Double bacon. Double bacon. <laughs> there's going to be a mariachi band. Like, we just got the whole thing all layered up. Let's do the list. Think you know it all? You really don't. These guys sure do. You think you know, but you don't know. It's time to put that to the test. And you never will. On the list. Three rounds, all for one fantastic prize and possibly more. There's bacon on the list again this week. It's the Mark and Rich Show. We do this every single day. Congratulations, Key 
and Evan. You are the two contestants today. Let's bring you on up and welcome you in. Key, you got in first, so it's going to be your choice of host. What would you like to do? I gotta go. I gotta go with Mark, man. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know why you have to go. Well, with him. because it's a business decision. You you were drafted by Belichick. It's all business. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evan, then we're partners. How do you feel about that? Let's go, buddy. Yeah. Evan. Oh, now there's yes. there's there's just like clear positivity oozing off of Evan. No, I like him. I like right. him. A lot. I didn't even want you, Key. There you have it. No, I no, no. I, I wanted Key. Can I call myself Peel just for this segment? <laughs> Can we be Key and Peel? Sure, why not? Okay, yeah. All right, let's we'll do it. We'll be Evan um, and Rich. So. <laughs> just over here, All right, just guys. going by our own names. So All sorry. right, uh, Key uh, and Evan, guys, here's the deal. You've got three rounds and one lifeline during that time. You can reach out to your host partner one time for a suggested answer. Either use it or lose it. That is up to you. Uh, now's the part where we welcome in our brand sparkling spanking new executive producer who is absolutely going to take this thing to the next level. His name is John Schaefer. John, what's, what's up, going guys? on today, man? Yeah, hey, hey. what's going on? Uh, we got a good Johnny. list question. Good list question for you here today. Marshawn Lynch has been the topic of conversation. 29th all-time in the Pac-12 in rushing. Oh, man. Today's question, can you name any of the top 20 rushers in Pac-12 history? Ooh, yeah. Top 12. Think. Top. Rushing Pac-12. Okay. Yeah, top 20 rushing. Top 20. In the history okay. of the Pac-12. Top 20. Marshawn Lynch was 29th. We need anyone who was in the top 20. Okay. Right. Got it. Here we go. Evan, your turn first. Uh, let's take a bunny. Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> no. Oh, so the rule is take the bunny. I don't know if we've ever thought... We had a bunny, and it, it, it wasn't a bunny, in fact, to the point where it wasn't even correct. Yeah, that one kicked me right to the pills. What is going on? He's what, made, he what number the is Reggie 20? Bush? What number is Bush? Um, between 21 and infinity. <laughs> wow. Somewhere between 21 and infinity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That, that's not good. Okay, Key, <laughs> uh, your turn next. What do you say? Uh, I'll go with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Ooh, that's a... Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, who grew up idolizing Reggie Bush. Oh, ironically. good. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. Then he, then, that's then. great. Good for you, Key. <laughs> great job. Rich, you are so back on the list. <laughs> Let's take the party. Well. It's Reggie Bush. <laughs> uh, hey, Evan, you're not out of this yet. Round two. What do you say? That was pretty ridiculous, but uh, LaMichael James now. LaMichael James. Oh. That sounds like a good Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Okay, I like that. All right, Key, uh, round two. Can you keep the lead? Uh, yeah, we'll go with uh, San Diego guy, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Wow. That is a yes. good guess. Yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think USC is a good place to, to stay in this space, right? I would argue, yeah. Yeah, okay. Argue, yeah. Evan, you're going to need a right answer right now, or this puppy is flying out the window. You have your lifeline. What do you say? Um, what, do you, what, what are we thinking, uh, Rich? What do you, let's, let's use a lifeline. All right. Yeah, yeah Barry, what do you got? Buddy, <laughs> uh, the Reggie Bush thing threw me. Yeah, the Reggie <laughs> I'm, I like because like you now that up, you got knocked off kilter in the first answer back this week. Hey, pal, listen. Okay, Evan, I'm not sure. OJ Simpson sounds like 
It's, OJ Simpson, not a Jew, by the way. <laughs> it says so on the Jew. Hanukkah song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that that would be my guess, but I am so unsteady with that answer, so I don't know what to tell you. Okay, OJ Simpson is the lifeline. Evan, do you take it? I feel more comfortable with my answer, Ribs. Which is? Royce Freeman. Who? Roy- <laughs> Royce Hold on. Two years ago from Oregon. Okay, Royce Freeman. Oh, okay. Really? What? Who is Royce Freeman? Running back two years ago from Oregon. Where the hell is he now? Hey, you know what? Wait a minute. Check this. Uh, well, you know what? We won't say it because I guess technically the, it could be used again. I uh, Hey, he got it right. Yeah. So, Key, your ball, a right answer wins. You have your lifeline. What's your guess? Um... We'll go with Chargers uh, back, back, back up running back, Kenyon Barner, because I remember him playing out Oregon. He had old. Okay. Time. All right. You're going to go with Kenyon Barner. Okay. That's a guess. Oh, oh man. Oh. Key, Key is a winner. Key is a winner, and and Team Rich is uh, is not. Yeah. No, That's we're, so weird. We're, you could say it. I'm a loser. <laughs> That's it. But, okay, wait. Here's what I want to know. Is O.J. Simpson on the list? Yeah, I'm actually not, not on the list. Not oh, top 20. Oh, so you gave him a bad lifeline, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where is he? Where 21 to infinity. Yeah. He's somewhere after the... Well, Evan, uh, we're losers. I apologize. I've screwed this up, and so have you. So we, um, we'll we get back to the drawing board. But for you, Key, you just won a four-pack of tickets to Padres Nat on Sunday. Salute to Military Family Day. Active and Reserve and Veteran Military and their family all receive 50% off to all games Sunday. So here it is, the bacon. All of the winning participants are in contention to win a week-ending prize from... Our friends at Cobra Puma, thank you for playing the list. We do it every day. I'm Mark and Rich. You cannot beat a team like Key and Peel. Um, that was. That's not your real name. That isn't even it your was real for, name. It was. It was for the last five minutes. I can't believe. I just looked this up. So OJ Simpson, not a Jew. Still not a Jew, but he's 25th on the 25th. all-time Pac-12. How is that so, even possible? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, unfortunate. Gosh, that's so weird. That never happens on the list to you. Uh, mm. Welcome back, Rich. Yeah, it's good to well, be back. Welcome back. Happy, it's good to be back. Okay. Happy. All right, coming up next, please. 570-1360. It put up a 7.2 rating here in San Diego. What was your reaction, your emotional reaction to watching the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Doug Fotts, uh, Qualcomm <laughs> Stadium parking, and free tattoos? Uh, we'll talk about it next. Mark and Rich. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.